Broadcasting live from Buffalo State College, here is The Blitz on 91.3 FM. Welcome to The Blitz on 91.3 FM WBNY Buffalo, Buffalo's original alternative since 1982, brought to you by the Buffalo State student man, Dave Fee. My name is Double D. I am joined by Joe Kelly and Tanner Saunders. How are you guys doing? Kachow. How are we doing? I, I'm, I'm doing all right. I mean, I, I, I It's weird. I'm in Studio A for the first time in a long time. I've been residing in Studio B for the past probably month and a half. So, Ha-ha, Tanner. I took him away. Well, keep your seat warm in here. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, did, you hear, did you hear the news today? What we're in for today? Uh, Pain. Oh. Three games. Three. I heard Maybe. Yeah, maybe three games. Uh, but to answer your question, Dan, I'm doing all right. I'm having a bad hair day, uh, literally. Like, I have not touched my hair since I combed it back the first time I got out of the shower this morning. And Doesn't usually I'm no. always touching my hair, so... Eh. But outside of that, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Just doing some, you know, grinding. Just last semester senior type things. Oh yeah, how does it feel? One week left. How does it feel? You're almost done. I could see the finish line. <laughs> it's like I can see it, but it's on. It's like I'm at the peak of a mountain, and I'm like just about to crest it, and I can see it down in the valley below. So I gotta crest the mountain first, but it's in sight. Yeah, and then there's the big devil at the end of the tunnel that's got a contract for you to sign your life and soul away to Odyssey Incorporated. So. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, Joe. You don't want to make it sound like it's that bad. Oh, it's not a bad thing. You're just giving everything oh, okay. you own, have, and you know, like your like, firstborn child. Yep. Yep. Your, Your first firstborn child must be named Odyssey. <laughs> that's what that's what must happen. Nice. The new trend. Name it. Name your kid after a, co- a company. I want to see Walmart. Dude, Wally World. That's what I call Walmart. Wally, Wally World. Yep. Come on. Come on. Hey, you can have first name Dave, last name Buster. <laughs> oh yeah. What about Fuddruckers, though? Remember Fuddruckers? Oh, does any Does anyone remember Fuddruckers? I do not. Oh, come I on. I do. I, that, was I, fant- what, yeah. that place had great food in the arcade and all that stuff, right, yeah. and then they got rid of all of them. Hmm. Yeah. It's like Cheeburger, Cheeburger, been slain down by the corporate economy. Should I change? Oh, Dan, you know what? You should, <laughs> you should change your last name to Cheese and name your kid Chuck E. Oh, oh Dan. Or you find Dan you find a woman with the last name Cheese. And what? then, yeah. and then you just yeah. take you take her okay. last name. You take her last name. Yeah, okay. I have to find somebody with the last name Cheese. Life goal. Life goal. Mm-hmm. Life goal. Wife goal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we both uh, at the same time. I think we're out of. I think we're out of uh, comedy material here. So that'll be it for this we're, episode. We're out of comedy. Right. Wow, that was quick. Man, my stand-up act is concluded. Jeez, you get out of class, I expect a little bit more out of it. Yeah, I know. I hate that it runs till 150. And, I mean, and it runs till 150. Like, we're still cooking at 149.50. Like, like that's what, you know what I mean? So, then it's a brisk walk over here. Uh, no time for any any food in between. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking right now. Get Luckily, some... it stopped raining. Yeah, I'm about done with it. I really am. <laughs> but they said it was... The last day today that this this whole system is going to hover around here, and then it's like 70 next week, all week. I know Saturday it's supposed to be like 60. Yeah. You know how bad that's going to be for the last week of classes, 70 degrees, and, and the outside the classrooms are going to be ovens, <laughs> especially in the buck of A-Wing. Good Lord. 
That's going to be something. Tanner, oh, we're going to be yeah, cooking in there in the morning right away. I'll fall back asleep. <laughs> I'll fall back asleep. <laughs> I'm just going to go, oh, it's warm. That's what happens. Like, even even in here right now, it's like a dry, warm air. And I'm yeah, like, it's horrible. I'm cooking. I feel like I'm, I'm like, and I'm only in a long sleeve shirt. And All we need to do is start rotating and we're in a microwave. Okay, I guess that joke didn't work. Okay, wow. Ouch. Just looked Dan dead in the eyes. On yeah, like, one. wow, thanks, guys. Oh, man. Uh, uh, I, I guess we'll put the comedy on pause, go straight into all sports world news. Something. I don't Something. Know. I visited uh, Sports World earlier this morning today, so let's dive back in. Yeah, let's get right into <laughs> it. Uh, we'll start with the Buffalo Bills uh, signing defensive tackle Puna Ford. Yesterday yeah. to a one-year deal, uh, the uh, money is, has not been disclosed yet. But he spent five seasons with the Seahawks, totaled 181 tackles, uh, 28 tackles for loss, 27 quarterback hits, 7.5 sacks, four pass defended, and one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. Uh, he's appeared in 76 games with 64 starts. I, he also apparently took a pay cut to come here. That is one thing well, that's been yeah, reported. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you go on He wants the ring of If you go on Sport Track, he has an evaluation of about $10 million. He's at like $9.2 million on the evaluation. Yeah, and we so know that, that ain't working in the Bills cap situation. <laughs> pay cut. Yeah. Like, uh, Bean said, yeah, if you guys find a guy who wants to come here on a $2, uh, $2 million uh, contract, tell me. Like, please. And I guess Puna's okay with that. He's well, like, yeah. Yeah, he probably, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, you got to look at it as, you know, we're still a team people want to come play for no matter what because they want a ring. And like, they know this team could be on the cusp of it if all things work. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, I like him a lot because we are getting him for an absolute steal money-wise, what another team would be getting him for in free agency. Um, and he's just a big guy. Like, our defense, him and him and uh, Jones next to each other, or switching in and out. Like you're not losing a lot if one goes down and another has to replace. You know what I mean? Like Jones has been great. The position I I want to see Ed Oliver really explode this season in his fifth year option. Um, he wants the money, so normally this is where we see explosions happen. But yes, I love the fact that they brought in um, Puna. Is that is that how you pronounce his name? Puna Ford. How do P O O N A? Yeah, or you can uh, call him. Pooh Bear, I guess that's Pooh Bear. his nickname. Oh, I love it. Oh, give me the honey, Pooh Bear. That was so. horrible. I'm sorry for anyone <laughs> listening out there. That was absolutely horrible. And we said the comedy was over. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tanner, what are your thoughts? That's a big signing right there, literally <laughs> and figuratively, because the guy's about 310 pounds. But uh, you know, that's a big get there on the on the interior. Obviously, we know Brandon Bean loves that, and Sean McDermott, I should say, loves that rotation on the defensive line. So you get another guy that can do just that. And um, you know, some people might say that he had a down year in Seattle uh, last year, but some of that was out of his control. I mean, Pete Carroll said himself that part of that was because that Seattle was moving from a four three to a three four, and they were trying to figure out where he best fit. So while he did have, you know, probably his worst year last season, it was, you know, not because his play tapered off or anything. It was just because, you know, they were trying to figure out where to play him in a new scheme. But this is a guy that's, like I mentioned, 310 pounds. Um, you know, he can 
Um, he's much better as a run defender than as a pass rusher, but that's not to say he can't pass rush. He's a guy that can, can get in there and collapse the pocket. So that's a, a big get on the interior. I mean, we saw you know what's been the downfall of the Bills for the past couple postseasons now. We couldn't get pressure on the opposing quarterback. In the uh, AFC Championship game against Kansas City, couldn't get any pressure on Mahomes. Divisional round next year, couldn't get any pressure on Mahomes. Last year, couldn't get any pressure on Joe Burrow. So assuming that Vaughn Miller is able to stay healthy and then all the guys around him are you know able to raise their level of play as a result and then to have this guy on the inside as a run stuffer and as a pass rusher in certain situations hopefully that will uh, cure that problem but one thing you got to say about Brandon Bean is that he doesn't overcomplicate it. Like in the off season, he knows what the weaknesses are and he, you know, does his best effort to address him. Like what was a problem last year? Interior uh, offensive line. So they go out and get how many guards have we signed? One, two, or drafted? Three, four. Yeah, you get four interior offensive linemen. Um, you know, the pass rush was an issue. So you go get a guy in Puna Ford that can, you know, do that in addition to stopping the run. So, you know, that's just uh, the way Bean is. He is able to identify weaknesses and, and make moves to fill them. And that's what he's done here with Puna Ford. And I'm excited to see him take the field and about as equally excited to see what this fan base can do with nicknames for this guy. I mean, we already heard one there from Joe. So, boy, I know Bill's <laughs> Mafia is going to run wild with the, with nicknames for, for him. But I'm excited to see him play. I mean, there's a place called Punta Cana. Right. Yeah. And his his whole thing could be like seeing you seeing Punta Cana. <laughs> like we'll see it like, yeah. like Cancun on three. Like he just sends people to Punta Cana, but it, he calls it Punta Cana. That's right. Yeah. I apologize. That one was pretty bad. <laughs> too. I, I gotta I gotta figure something else out here. I, this is clearly not working today. Something's unplugged. I gotta go do a ten, <laughs> ten second reboot real fast. Hang on. He needs the sushi. That's the number one yeah, rule. I do. I need the shrimp tempura right now. Stat. If only we had someone to go get that. If Boost worked. If Boost worked. <laughs> uh, now, there was discussion after the draft by uh, the NFL. At least it came out that uh, the NFL is kind of, un- like, not unhappy, but they see how many undrafted free agents get signed right away after the draft. And there is talk. There, there, there at least has been discussion about expanding the draft maybe two, three rounds. Oh. Would you be for the draft expanding? And if so, would that mean an increase in roster size? Okay, so here's the thing with that. I mean, yes, would I love two more rounds of the NFL draft? Absolutely, because it's one of the biggest weekends in sports like of all time. But these media guys, you got to switch them out. I mean, Rappaport was dying by the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. he was falling asleep in the chair. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know how much longer you can really stretch everything. Because now, it like, my grandparents were telling me, we used to just read it in the paper. There was never any theatrics to it. It was just kind of like, oh, who picked who? Mm-hmm. Now the Motley Crue's playing at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's completely transformed into this annual event that people now is now will be traveling, too, across the country to different areas. And it's just like... I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like stretching it. If if you maybe I don't stretching it another day and a half, two days, like from the rounds, that would be 
tough because they said the later rounds were supposed to go quick. I'm sitting at work the other day just watching it. I'm like, this is taking as long as the first round did. Like, like it did, it barely slowed down. And I'm like, if you do that for two more rounds, these guys are going to go crazy. So I think you'd have to find another. I'm all for it for, as the fan, but like being involved in like the media aspect of things, I I could be I can understand people's fearfulness of it. You know what I mean? I don't know if that would really fix anything. I mean, sure, more people get drafted, but at the end of the day, those guys that get drafted in the, you know, 6th, 7th, and then say they add like a 8th and ninth round, those guys that get drafted, they're still going to be, you know, cut candidates, like practice squad guys. So even if you add more rounds and improve the roster size, sure, more people are going to get drafted, but they're probably going to see the same fate. They're going to be like end-of-the-roster guys, practice squad, just cut candidates get cut outright so I don't really think that would fix anything it would just prolong the process for no apparent good reason other than for more people to to hear their names called but that doesn't mean they have a greater pet or a uh, a much more secure path to to any roster now did you guys see the ESPN post on Instagram on the AI reimagined oh. NFL mascots yeah I did not Actually, you you may want. Oh, to I didn't it up. see this. I saw something else about. You, you didn't see this? No, I saw. Oh yeah, go go. If ESPN. I, yeah, ESPN's Instagram. So I got another email about. Ooh. Please, uh, any listener, if you want to like see what we're looking at, go on to ESPN Instagram. Uh, just at how far ESPN. am I looking back? Um, it it. I don't think it's that far. It was one day ago. No, well, they post like every five seconds. So, holy smokes, I got a bunch of Lakers stuff here, NBA playoffs. Yeah, it's all NBA. I got. I'm still searching. Oh my god, yeah, I, I, I can see what you guys mean. Joel Embiid. Oh, I found it. I found it. Okay. It's right. It's it's right below Eric Spolestra's Spolstra. Spolstra. It's right below. Oh, there we go. Oh, that this is horrible. It is scary. That can't be right. I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm seeing Dylan Brooks. I I think I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh man, that's not right. That's not the right guy. But uh, if, if you look at the Bills mascot and Taron, once you get there, I I think you'll have the same reaction. This is nightmare ever. fuel. It is like nightmare. this is like something like, you grab someone's shoulder, shake them, say nightmare, 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 and Wait. then shove this in their face. Like that. Like this is what this is. Look at the Patriot. Uh, Joe, how many days ago was it posted? Uh, one day, one day ago. ago. All right. Yeah, I've gone too far. I, I mean the the Patriot one does look like like a mini devil. It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like Pennywise. <laughs> Even the dolphins mask guy. I mean, it just looks so weird. It doesn't look like a dolphin. It looks like the dolphin from. Have you ever seen the? It looks like the, a dolphin with a green mask on it. There's like, like a Family Guy ask police show, Paradise PD. It looks like the human dolphin baby. Oh wait, wait, wait. Here we go. You I got it, Tanner? Me. Yeah. Here, I got to find a picture of that now. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I've moved on to uh, other divisions. I'm looking at the AFC West. Yeah, did you see the Chargers one? The Chargers? Look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs looks like it's off freaking Sesame Street. Like, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is what the Dolphins one looks like. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm talking Like, the cartoon. All right, let's scroll through. The Browns is pretty on par, if you ask me. I, I mean, yeah. Like that's that, what I would expect. That disheveled, and yeah, that that makes sense to me. The, the Ravens yeah. just look like a fat bird <laughs> that's, that's been, like, just... The Ravens wait. one is the closest to their actual mascot, though. Why you does know what the I mean? Steelers one look like a beekeeper? 
The Steelers one just looks like a Teletubby with a Steelers <laughs> logo on it the does. chest. The Bengals one straight up looks like something out of a Garfield ate too much lasagna. Yeah, Garfield ingested too much of an illicit substance. The Titans is sick. Titans are sick. It's yeah. like a Power Ranger. Like that's what that looks like. I don't like the face on. The face looks kind of like a gorilla, but <laughs> yeah. outside of that, everything else is. The cool, Texas is kind of cool. <laughs> I like the logo on the chest. Yeah, it's a little the, variation. the logo of that's it. cool. The, the Chargers the, is quite interesting. The Colts mascot, the horse grew hair, like very long. There's something else about the Colts yeah. mascot that I want to point out on air. Oh, oh, I see another, it too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. he's a packing yeah, yeah. lunch. Yeah, he's packing heat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs one does look like Ernie or Bert, yeah, like with like makeup yeah. on. Street. Um, the Chargers one, I'm so. It confused. looks like a, a a Disney animated character that got denied. You know, what I'm talking about like the rabbits. When I say the yeah, rabbits, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what the Chargers one looks like. I like the Broncos, uh, the comb over on the Bronco. Yeah, I even like the Cowboys. The- so on point too. <laughs> I thought he was cross-eyed for a second. His eyes are googling off in different directions. Look at the New York Giant one. It looks like just an ogre. The Eagles one looks I mean, like the pretty... Angry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> the bear. I mean, how can you mess that up? AI. Yeah. I mean, same like, with it's just the Lions. Yeah. The Lions actually look pretty sick. The Viking is sick. I'm not even going to yeah. lie to you. That is the best one. I what think is to come the out of Packers one? <laughs> what Eddie, is that? It's got a 27 that? on it. Eddie Lacy. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that Eddie Lacy's number? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, can we go back to a NFC? Big can we go back to the NFC East? Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. the f- Commanders, dude. I know, they I got, know. The, yeah. the AI reverted back to the yeah. name redacted. Yeah, redacted. redacted. He's got redacted. a freaking headdress on him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe whoever did the AI things put in name redacted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's got the. Because listen, we I, have I Major mean... Tutty. I, that has to have been an AI creation. Because where did that come from? <laughs> like, that's the real question. But the. Uh, the Buccaneers one, what is... The Vikings one so far is my favorite. Like, the actual, like, Viking. I like the Lions one really a lot. Yeah, the Buccaneers, I'm very it, I'm very. The Buccaneers about. is very confusing. It looks like, it looks like uh, Animal, the Muppet, the Grewhorns. Oh, then my God. Got mad. What? Like, I don't know what where they went with that. Like, you couldn't... Let's forego the pirate, pirate and just go Animal from yeah, the Muppets. Yeah, like, weird little... Uh, I don't know. The Falcon looks sick. Look at the 49ers. It's got a diaper on. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> look at the Seahawk. The Seahawk looks so... Oh, my God. It looks like... That's like head. those, those like, old props from Sesame Street or, like, the Muppets they have in the museums <laughs> that are, like, the dye is falling off and they're, like, shriveling up or whatever and tearing. That and looks like Five Nights at Freddy's. That looks like an animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, that's what the Seahawks looks like. The Rams one looks like it's going to college. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it belongs to Monsters University. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All of these do. The Buffalo, though, I'm a little like, it, it's why is it have human stature on all fours in like a squat position? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's like, like, what is happening there? The Dolphins one's just on point. Mm. What is what is going on back there? It's got a Charizard tail. I'm trying to figure out. Look at the Dolphin. Oh, it does. I didn't even notice that. The Jet is just a green dude. Looks like a plastic army guy. The Browns. I still can't. I still can't. I genuinely cannot. I think my favorite one, I got to go with the Viking, man. That looks hard. Yeah, it because they did, like, I don't know, my high school mascot was a Viking, and, like, that kind of resonates. Like, that's, like, that's a real dude with, like, a crazy beard in the wig, of course. But, I, I mean, Eddie Lacy next to him, like, you can't. Yeah, I mean, like, Lacey, how do you, how does Green Bay get messed up so bad? Are they sure they just didn't take a 
photo of Eddie Lacy and, and say Muppet size, like Muppet size Eddie Lacy, yeah. or where the wild things are, Eddie Lacy. Like that's what half of these look like. Where the wild things are. Do you remember that book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Panthers, the Poonats. That's what's on the jersey on that one. Did right. anyone see that? Yeah. They, it just says Poonats on it and says oh, zero. Yeah, I was going to point that out. That's funny. What does that even mean? Hey, wait. Puna. Is that where it's going to be? Puna. It's Puna's line. team. It's Puna's team. Defensive line, the, the, the Poonats. The 49ers logo is literally a baby bear with a diaper on. <laughs> I think they typed in Brock Purdy for <laughs> young, young blood or something. The Seahawks one is definitely the one that's the way farthest off. I got to save this because this is really funny. I know it's great. I found it. I'm and send I was it like, to my it is so perfect. Podcast account, so I might be able to show the other fellas this because this is this is this is gold. It is gold. It is straight. The Ravens gold. one just looks like it's seen some crazy stuff that it never wants to speak about again. <laughs> like it's just kind of sitting there with like dead eyes, you know. Oh man. Dan, how did I? How do? How did you see? Not, Tanner and I didn't even see this. Uh, I'm just that good. I don't. Well, I mean, it would help if I follow ESPN. I don't think I do actually. I which is ESPN. the Raiders one is cool. Well, yeah, the Raiders is like the the raw the Roward. Yeah, it's the name on it. I love seeing the names on them. Yeah, but I can't believe the Eagles one's kind of hard though. I will say that. I agree. Uh, it does look like the but Angry Bird. I felt bird. like you guys needed to see them. It, it was just so funny. I was like, what in the world? I, I mean, especially the Browns one. How can you not get over the Browns Yeah, and one? they say AI is going to take over the world, yet they're making logo designs like that or mascot designs like that. Let's calm down, okay? Let's calm down. <laughs> uh... Are you going to have a game guess the mascot? Is that what's coming? No. No, thank uh, you. know, you just unlocked another idea for a game. Oh my good goodness. job, Joe. Yeah, good work, Joe. You're good doing job. the Lord's work out here. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, you just, you just did. Yeah, because I'm always just here for the games. Yeah. It's always just me. And then. No, you, no listen, here too. That's not what I was saying. I was saying it's like you guys rotate the games, oh, and then and it's me and whoever else. I'm caught in the time. crossfire. Well, it's not my fault. It's not our fault. We just want to have fun. It's all, it's all your fault, Dan. I don't blame fault. anything on Tanner. <laughs> Tanner's leaving. You can't blame anything on Tanner. I know. That's so sad. I know. Nobody wants to think about it. I don't even want to. I'll see him at work every Sunday, though, so it's okay. Yeah. Unless <laughs> if I'm taking over for you. Yeah. What's the last day we're doing a show? The 19th? Well, because that's a Friday. Uh... That's the last day of CEP week. <laughs> yeah, last day sure. of CEP. I, I mean, we could do it till the 19th if we want. Yeah, I, okay I say we that. ride it all the way out. And then that'll okay. be my last one is the 19th. So you hear, heard it here first. My last show will be May 19th, at least formally. I imagine I'll, you know, call in. Do you want to host it? Again. Um, did Depot host his? I believe I think he did. He did. Yeah. All right, then I guess it's only right if I do. We'll carry I was gonna on have a, if I if I did I was gonna have a big musical tribute ready for him. You <laughs> <laughs> can still make one. I'll just be that the one that has to play it. Okay. Or I'll let you. I'll just do email it. you it under, gonna... under an alias, and then just let. <laughs> and then, and then just We're go. all gonna get up and do a kick line. Well, you ever seen The Office when they send Michael well, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Except everyone likes Tanner. This will be the the <laughs> easiest hosting gig I ever had. Just sit back and let everyone else go on about me. We're just the only music we're coming back with is like 
reminiscent music, like Photograph yeah, by Nickelback. Like, like, but like, look yeah. at this graph, so it's not top forty. Look at this Tanner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna. I'm gonna just say Tanner every time they say Photograph yeah. because then. Then it's uh, not top forty. It's a different song. It's a different song. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do anything about it. Uh, but it's going to be a different nickname for Tanner every time. The ones I've heard come to hear. <laughs> the oh. professor. Mm, yep. Yep. Mister. He is him. Mister. He is him. Oh, Look Jesus. at this, Mister. He is him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Uh, staying in the NFL world. Uh, the New York... We're way out of that now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we're we're in reality. Uh, the New York Jets signed Randall Cobb, another piece of the list uh, from uh, from Aaron Rodgers. What was the breaking thing? news? Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, well, breaking uh, break, breaking news. Wait, uh, but... Antonio Brown announces on Twitter that he's signing with the Baltimore Ravens. Are, are no, we he sure did that a couple days fake? ago. He tweeted a picture out yeah. of him in a Ravens jersey photoshop. Are, are we sure that's just not? F- I don't know. I fake? thought it was whistleblowing. I was just going to pull your yank your chain a little bit. But. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> what are the thoughts about Randall Cobb heading to the New York Jets to play the, another year? The wish list keeps on getting better. Christmas has come for Aaron Rodgers early. It's Christmas in. May now May wow yeah um, yeah and next thing we know Jake Kumaro is going to be over there so I think I think he's going to have basically his squad uh, and Garrett Wilson is going to be sidelined for Jake Kumaro and we're going to go from there and the Jets will I just can't I really like I think they're going to be a good team as we've talked about over the past couple weeks and whatnot I don't think that's a question at all. They're just investing a lot in a quarterback that's only going to be there for a couple years, though. Like, receivers, you're getting his receivers he wants. You're not getting receivers that were meant for a quarterback you wanted. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of you're investing all this guy wants when he's got, in actuality, probably two, three years max left. And that's not even peak play. He could fall off between then, right? So I I think it's just – it's it's – Interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this actually plays out for the Jets in the coming decade. Like once Rodgers retires, what they do next. But I guess good Randall Cobb's there. I don't know. I don't know. Like at this point, like he's pretty much getting everything he wants. So it's okay. Well, when you're a when you're a contending team, that's what you do. You you go all in. I mean, not like they needed any help in receivers. You've already got Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, McCole Hardman, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims. Uh, Malik Taylor, he's caught uh, passes in the regular season. Deontay Spencer, who's uh, more of a kick return guy, but you still got him. So, I mean, that's a it's a pretty a pretty low risk signing. You know, keep Aaron Rodgers happy, a guy that he's familiar with. They've gotten him guys that he's familiar with. Obviously, bringing Lazard over and now him. So, you know, it's a it's a a, plit, a pretty low risk and. You know, not like they needed it, as if their wide receiver core can get any more loaded. But, you know, it's a good veteran to have around there for, obviously, the young guy, Garrett Wilson. And uh, for probably, I would imagine, very little cost, probably the veteran minimum. So, you know, low risk and uh, potential lukewarm reward, I suppose, for the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Randall Cobb is a fine signing. I think he's just there to be with Aaron. No other. I I wouldn't even expect him to see see him on the field that much. I would be shocked. I I mean, 
He didn't really have that many great plays while he was in Green Bay last year, but it could be just because he's old and he's lost his step. I mean, what what are you gonna do? You're 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 just playing to be with somebody. You're just you, you just want to have fun, and you don't care how much money you make. You don't care about probably a ring at this point. You just want to be with Aaron Rodgers, and I respect that. I respect that a lot. Now switching over to the NHL, there was. Breaking news just a couple of minutes ago that Noah Auslund is coming to Buffalo. He's having his foot examined and will report to Rochester to train with the Amherst. Uh, there is no decision yet on where Auslund will play next season. Will the Sabres try to get an entry-level deal done while he's there? I mean, we if you haven't seen the stats of him playing in Sweden... He doesn't need to play in Sweden no more. No. Trust us. I, he does not need to be there no more. He, he can come straight onto the Sabres roster. I'm okay with that. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Oswin coming over and uh, now being in Rochester? Let's see. So let me just think about the forward lines, what they're going to be next year. So obviously you got Skinner Tage Tuck or Skinner Middlestat Tuck. Um, you've got Cousins, Quinn, Paterka, or Tage. Um you got middle stats, uh, and then um, you probably bring back one of Oposo or Gergensen's, and then Krebs. So there's maybe like three openings for for forwards, perhaps. Because who knows? Jost isn't a forward, but who knows if he's going to stick around? Um, like I mentioned, one of Oposo or Gergensen's probably isn't going to stick around. So. I don't think there's a... Oh, you probably trade away Victor Olofsson. Who knows what you get in return for him. So there's a a couple openings, but, I mean, we did just sign someone whose name is escaping me to an entry-level contract yesterday. From the KHL. Yeah, I Um, can't remember. Was it Victor something? It was Victor Nuchev. Yep, so there's perhaps one spot taken up. Maybe even Lucas Rusek could be a guy that comes up next year because, I mean, he played very limited time this past season but did some nice things. He came up and immediately had a two-point game. I think it was against the Canadiens. So, um, I mean, I would say there's probably probably no hurry. I think you could, uh, if he's up for it, you stick him in the, uh, the AHL for a year at Oslin and then have him come up the following year. I don't think there needs to be some huge rush to get him up onto the Sabres. I mean, we're good. We're good offensively. Like, we scored a lot of goals last year. You know, we're, we're, we're good in that department. I don't think there needs to be any rush to get any more young talent. We could use a veteran, if anything. So, you know, give him time. You know, he's killing the game in Sweden. But I'd say probably be good to give him a little time to marinate in the AHL. And then maybe if injuries something strike next year, then, you know, give him a couple NHL games. Joe? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much on board with that. There's not, like, there's there's some spaces where he can fit in, but we also have to see um, Nuchev. I'm trying to think. He's a forward as well. So it's just, um, I think it's going to just be, a, it's going to be a nice competition to see if he can fit in on the roster. Like you said, he does not need to play in Sweden anymore. Um, and I, I think he could be a good fit for the team, especially, you know, with the team moving forward to, in my opinion, making the playoffs next season. Um, I think he'll be a good piece to that, if applicable. So I'm I'm on board with that. Now, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Tanner's going to talk about the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about the NHL and uh, 
the MLB a little bit, and then we're going to play games. And it's just going to be games. Games, games, and all games. Oh, my God. You know, I have a key question <laughs> when we come back oh on the Blitz on 91.3 FM. <laughs> And it's batted down at the line. Puna Ford. Outside to Bandy. Watch Ford. Right in the middle. Big 97. Get his right hand up. Swat that ball. Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM. And I I wanted to ask this question. It's a silly question. So I I think Tanner and Joe, you'll, you'll have fun with this question. Would you rather have unlimited bacon... But no more video games or games, unlimited games, but no more games. What? Huh? Would you like me to repeat it? Yeah. Would you rather have unlimited bacon, but no more video games or games, unlimited games, but no more games? You mean like sporting games, sporting events? No more games. Oh, on the show? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Yeah, right now I take <laughs> yeah. the bacon, please. Um, but no more video games or games, unlimited games, but no more games. Unlimited, unlimited video games. No, games, just, unlimited games, but no more games. No, I'm just confused now. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm a fat, you know what, at heart. So you know, unlimited bacon sounds good because just by virtue of me not being able to comprehend the latter choice, I'm going to say unlimited bacon and no more video games, even though I love video games. I just don't have to, a lot of time to play them these days. I can't give up the video games. I'm halfway through Jedi or Survivor right now. Fantastic. I don't like bacon. Wow. So that, that wouldn't okay. be... I've, I Honestly, actually, it's grown on me in a couple ways. I don't eat it with breakfast. It's too much. I okay. eat breakfast sausage all day. Okay. But a BLT? Mm. Oh, well, yeah. That's pretty good. I'm going to be honest I with mean, you. I uh, mean, if the listeners don't know, sometimes Joe just walks in from a sub from Subway, and all it is is bread, bacon, and mayo. There's lettuce on it. That was, oh, there's lettuce? That was a oh, mistake. I'm sorry. And sometimes there's like a little bit of, um, whatchamacallit, there's like oil on it or something, like the vinegar. You know I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a tomato guy, right? So like that's just kind of how it is. Well, unfortunately, so you're just a BL that guy then. You BL, but it's BL. not like it's. It's just like I get a small like from Tim Hortons. It's actually pretty good. Like they have the ciabatta bread and whatnot, and um, I just I can't do tomatoes. But I that's the only applicable way I like bacon. So I'm gonna have. To, uh, I don't. I don't understand the second question. Like that's what's that's what's bugging me right now. I genuinely don't. Me either. It's games, unlimited games, but no more games. Okay, so if I'm getting unlimited games. It's games, so unlimited it's canceling games, itself out, but so no more it's games. Nothing. It's canceling itself out, so it's nothing. So I'll take option two. <laughs> nothing changes because it all cancels out. <laughs> because it's impossible, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Good. I'm glad you got that. Did I actually get it? That's what it is? No. There, there's no like correct answer. It's like a paradox. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, can I propose a paradox really quick for you? Oh, no. Okay. Get ready for this. Oh, jeez. When I was an education major, this was my first lesson. Yep, okay? I'm ready for it. All right, so you have your pen, right? Okay. But something, the cat breaks. Mm-hmm. You then replace it with a new pen cap. Okay. Right? 
But then the pen breaks. Say they were the same like type of pen. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a new pen, but mm-hmm. you're keeping the same cap. All right. Normally it's used in a different sense. This is just what I had on hand. Well, yeah, you pulled it off the table. So now this is your pen, right? Okay. You take the old stuff, you put it back together as well. Mm-hmm. Which is your pen? Which is your original pen? Because technically, this is the pen you just replaced the parts with, but it's your original pen. But then this is the this this is also the original. Like it, it right? Yeah. Like what what is it? Tanner. I don't know. I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. There's no correct answer. They're both your pen. It's a paradox. Yeah, I was like, aren't they both your pen? I don't know. It's the the I, ship of Theseus. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. It was also in WandaVision, if you watch that as well, when the two visions were fighting each other. Because mm-hmm. that's the clip I used in my in my lesson I, uh, oh. that, I, that I showed after I explained what it was. Because the two visions are talking to each other saying... I'm the, uh, but wh- who, right, what is the original? Right, like, like, yeah. like I'm you, but you're you. Like, so yeah, it was like, stop the fighting or whatever in the, in the film, if you haven't, or the TV series, if you haven't seen it. But yeah, that was my first lesson plan. The, the paradox or whatever, like a little brain teaser. Now, Tanner, <laughs> <laughs> after having your brain teased, why don't you tell us about the NBA playoffs and, you know, the awards that came out yesterday I saw uh, one big one, uh, quote-unquote, the MVP came out, uh, manager of the year. So why don't you go on a little tangent there, buddy? Um, so the last time we talked about the NBA playoffs was probably like Wednesday, April 26th, I think. So since then, the Hawks yeah. got bounced. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Um the 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 Kings beat the Warriors to take them to a game seven. Um, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk went off, combined for fifty four points. They got a lot of help from their bench. The Warriors did not get a lot of help from their bench. The Lakers closed out the Memphis Grizzlies. They won by forty. 125 to 85, and uh, it was funny because the Memphis Grizzlies just yesterday announced that Dylan Brooks would not return under any circumstances, apparently, was the quote, which I think that's funny because he's, he's more trouble than he's worth. I mean, you just look at some of the controversies that he's gotten in over the past, I don't know, year or so. Like last year they were chirping at the Warriors you know, in the playoffs, saying they wanted to play a seven-game series against them, that they're better than them. And he was uh, chirping with Draymond Green, who I'm no Draymond Green fan, but Dylan Brooks was talking like, oh, if you take Draymond off the Golden State Warriors, then uh, nobody would know who he is when Dylan Brooks is literally the Draymond Green of the Grizzlies. Like, you look at you look at their stats, the, uh, these playoffs, like Draymond Green has been more efficient than Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks against the Lakers averaged 10.5 points per game, 3 rebounds, 1.8 assists, 0.2 steals, on 31.2% shooting from the field, where Draymond's at like 45 he shot 23.8% from the three-point line on seven attempts per game, which is bad. Draymond's at like 25%, and um, Brooks shot 71.4% from the line. I think Draymond's at like 72 or something like that. So he was chirping at Draymond Green last year, and Draymond Green's been better than him this playoffs. Plays way better defense, too. Um, what else did he do? Oh, uh, chirping. He was chirping at Shannon Sharp when... 
the Grizzlies played the Lakers in the regular season and like got the whole team involved, and then the Grizzlies ended up losing that game. And then you have this where he says, oh, you know, LeBron's old. I poke bears. And then he comes out, and they lose the series in five, and Brooks plays absolutely terrible. So it's funny how the universe works out like that. Um, on Saturday, April 29th, the... Phoenix Suns, the first game of the second round, they fell to the Denver Nuggets, 125-107. to Nuggets took a 1-0 series lead. Jamal Murray had a pretty sick game, had uh, 34 points in that game number one. On Sunday, April 30th, the Miami Heat downed Dan's New York Knicks, 108-101. to But uh, they, they might have gotten their revenge. We'll get to that in a little bit. And then um, also on that Sunday, the Beam was put out once and for all this season. The Warriors defeated the Sacramento Kings on their home court, 120-100 to to win the series. The The veteran talent just got the, the best of the young upstart team. Stephen Curry had uh, quite an amazing performance. 50 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists on 20-38 shooting, 7-18 of 18 from downtown. Me and Dan watched a little bit of the fourth quarter in that game in the Odyssey Studios, and uh, the Kings couldn't buy a bucket in the fourth quarter, and Stephen Curry couldn't miss in the uh, in the fourth quarter. I saw some people saying like that's like the biggest I'm him game seven performance of all time, which I have to disagree. I mean, Steph was phenomenal against the Kings, but um, are we just gonna act like Kyrie Irving didn't hit a game winning shot in game seven to win the finals a couple of years ago? But that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, even though it ended a lot quicker than a lot of us would have liked to have seen, still, what a season it was for the Sacramento Kings. First playoff appearance since 2006. They ended the longest playoff drought in NBA history. Uh, Keegan Murray set the rookie record for made threes in a season with over 200. Darren Fox named Clutch Player of the Year. Uh, they had the unanimous Coach of the Year and Mike Brown. They had the highest offensive rating in a season in NBA history. Most points by a team since 1984. It was a it was a great season for the the Sacramento Kings, and also I should point out here before I forget that for the first time all eight seeds are being represented in the conference semifinals. What I mean by that is, you so you've got the number one seed Denver Nuggets, the two seed Boston Celtics, three seed Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, four seed Phoenix Suns, five seed New York Knicks, six seed Golden State Warriors, seventh seed L.A. Lakers, and eighth seed Miami Heat. So that's uh, pretty neat. On Monday, there's two games. Game one of the Eastern Conference semis, the Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Boston Celtics 119 to 115. They're a little shorthanded without, as Dan mentioned, the league MVP, Joel Embiid, but it didn't matter. James Harden, excuse me, turned back the clock, went vintage Harden, dropped 45 points and six assists on an efficient 17 of 30 shooting and a uh, 7 of 14 from downtown. He hit the dagger three pointer at the end to seal the victory for Philadelphia. And apparently, Joel Embiid's going to be back tonight dealing with that knee injury. So that's good for uh, Philadelphia that they got to a 1 nothing lead without their best player. The Denver Nuggets maybe somewhat surprisingly took a 2 nothing lead over the 
um, Phoenix Suns. They won 97-87. to Yesterday, the Knicks got back in the win column, beat the Miami Heat 111-105. I watched probably the final, I think, five minutes of the uh, the fourth quarter. Jalen Brunson hit some big shots. Josh Hart hit some big corner threes for the Knicks, and they were able to seal it, and that's a game you got to win if you're the Knicks. If you lose that game, the series potentially gets out of hand, but uh, the fact that Miami was shorthanded, missing Jimmy Butler, and they were able to come up with a must-win game at home at the Garden, Madison Square Garden, I should say, and TD Garden, the the real Garden, MSG. The fact that they were able to uh, to come out with that victory, that's big to keep the Knicks right in the series. Lakers Warriors game one was last night, and that was a close one. Jordan Poole uh, sold from deep on a uh, a shot that could have kept it close, but. The Lakers ended up pulling out the victory 117 to 112. Anthony Davis continued being an absolute menace, dropping 30 points and 23 boards, five assists, efficient shooting, 11 to 19 from the field, had four blocks. Anthony Davis has been just incredible this these playoffs on the defensive side like in the first round against the Memphis Grizzlies he had 26 total blocks in that series which was the most in the NBA by far and he adds four more last night against the uh against the I was about to say against the Lakers he can't do it against the Lakers he plays for the Lakers against the Warriors uh tonight you got game two of the Eastern Conference semis Philadelphia 76ers Boston Celtics like I mentioned uh, the reigning MVP, apparently, after uh, it was announced last night, he told the team, like, I'm going to be back. So that's uh, that's a big boost for them. They won game one without him. So hopefully the trend continues, and I personally hope. I'm not the, the biggest Sixer fan, but I'd like to see him sweep Boston because obviously my disdain for Boston sports, you know, runs throughout no matter what league. The Patriots, the, the Celtics, the Bruins, we already took care of them. Thank you, Florida. So I'm hoping uh, Philadelphia gets another win tonight and is able to close this thing out sooner rather than later. And as far as Embiid's MVP, uh, that's cool. I mean, he's come a long way in his career. You know, he missed the uh, the first two seasons of his career due to a broken foot and apparently, you know, contemplated retirement during that time because his brother passed away within that time frame as well. But, you know, he stuck with it and not only has developed into to one of the best big men in the league, but is now an MVP. You know, there's always going to be the debate between him and Jokic, but Jokic have won it for the past two years and that's how these things work in the NBA. Eventually voter fatigue is going to set in. So, you know, not to say that Embiid didn't earn it this year, but I'm sure that was a a factor because Jokic had a really good season in his own right. But yeah, that's uh, I think we're all caught up now. All right, let's head to the NHL playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. Frank said he should be here by three if he is coming, so uh, maybe we'll get our resident Panthers fan thoughts and on thank him and, and thank him for what. I don't know the Panthers for humbling the yeah, Leafs. Come on, yeah. I don't want the the Maple Leafs getting any further. I, and honestly, as I mean, much as it pains me pres- to see it, I'd love to see Sam Reinhart go all the way. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. I really would. Wow. Former Saber. Uh, he didn't leave on bad terms. He was always great to the city. He wasn't Jack Eichel. If they won, and he was, I I, I would. <clears throat> maybe it's a hot take. I wouldn't be crazy mad about that. I mean, what do you think, Tanner? Yeah, I mean, not only uh, Sam Reinhart, but Brandon Montour yeah. as well. I feel like they they have more than that. Maybe it was just because that last series against Boston, there was a lot of former Sabres on the ice. There was yeah. uh, 
obviously those two. Um, Taylor Hall was out there as well. So, no, but it would be cool to see. You know, we've done a handful of business with them over the years with Florida. Well, recent years, I should say. So it would be nice to see, you know, Montour and uh, and Reinhardt be able to get one after getting Krugerd, so. I I mean, I'm for Florida winning against the Maple Leafs. I'm just not for them any farther. I'm, I'm, I, I want Carolina to win. Uh, that's, that's my team to back. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to root for Reinhardt or Montour. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm in this point where it's like, if one of them wins, great. If the other team loses, great. Like, it, either way, it's a win-win for me. Uh, and then uh, Seattle beat Dallas 5-4 to four in overtime. And, man, that game was crazy yesterday. If you didn't hear about it, um, one of the Dallas Stars, I'm trying to, uh, Pavelski. Uh, he went on a freaking tear. Uh, if you think four, if you think a hat trick is hard in one game, get four goals in one game, and be the only goal scorer for your team. Uh, I I mean he is the oldest man to ever score four goals in regular season or playoff history. So. I, I mean, Pavelski went off, but the Kraken overcome in overtime after scoring four goals in the first period. Uh, I, the Kraken are really surprising me, which is more than I thought they would. I, I thought they were just going to be like... I didn't think they were going to beat the Avalanche. I really didn't think in any way, shape, or form they were going to be like, oh yeah, we're actually going to take the defending champs to seven, even though... The defending champs don't look the same. They're still defending champs, and no matter whatever part, um, and I, the Kraken have really just shown the West that hey, even though the West sucks, we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take this uh, tonight. The, the Devils and uh, Carolina get their game one started. Same with the. Jack Eichel and Kyron McDavid series. That starts tonight at 9 Let's get Eichel out of here, please. Like, come on. I, I don't want to see any more highlights popping up on my feed. Playoff, period. Playoff Jack, Eichel. period. Eichel. Yeah. I don't want to see any more of that. Please don't, and thank don't, you. Don't you love Playoff Eichel? Yeah, we love him. We got to see a lot of him. Uh, Harrington year. loves Playoff Eichel. I know he does. I found online today for $99 a signed Jack Eichel St. Patrick's Day jersey for the Sabres. And I was this close to buying it, but then it was Jack Eichel. Anyone else, I would have had it right there. Yeah, yeah. But then again, it's like St. Patrick's Day, and I like don't wear anything green on St. Patrick's Day. But I would wear that. You know what I right, mean? Right. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. That's the. Th- I might circle back. I might if a listener out there doesn't beat me to eBay. I don't know. Uh, but it's. I would love to see Jack Eichel just get floored out of here. Uh, and with that, we're gonna take another another break, and when we come back, we'll play games. We play games, and hopefully... Whenever I play funky music, you better know what time it is. Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM WBNY. Buffalo's original alternative since 1982. Brought to you by the Buffalo State Sioux Activity Fee. Got that out right before 06. Man, I'm good. 
Ah, uh, yes, we must play a game. I, I must torture my friends in some way. Even if they don't want to be tortured. Too bad. And, you know, the NFL draft just, and you know, just came to a close. UDFAs are getting signed, but why don't we go over some of the NFL's biggest draft busts? Mm-hmm. And I want to see if you guys, you guys can work together, of course. Yeah. Uh, and I want to see if you guys can name the player. I, I don't want you to name, I'll give you the team, the pick, the year, uh, their stats. I just need the name. That, that is like the simplest thing I think I can make this game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Let's go. All right, we're going to start off with a quarterback that was taken by the Los Angeles Chargers, which was the second overall pick in 1998. His record was 4-17. He had a 48.4 completion, uh, completion percentage. 3,666 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, 36 interceptions, 50 uh, as the passer rating. You know, Joe? Because I do. No, I, I actually don't. Hang on. Dan, can you... One more time. Can I just wrap... My ADD is killing me right now. Can I? Can you explain one more time to wrap my head around? Not what you just said, just like what we're guessing. Uh, just, just the I'm, player. Just the player. Just the player. Current player. No. All-time player. Uh, it's like all-time. Okay. It's, it's any player. It, Remember, it, he said the year he was drafted was 99. I mean, I already know the answer, but... Or, yeah. 98. You go ahead, Tanner. You got the answer. Peyton Manning was drafted right before him. This is Ryan Leaf. That is correct. Nice. I would have gotten that. That's fantastic. One of the most notorious busts of all time. Although, from what I understand, he's turned his life around these days. Like, he spent a little time in jail, but he's doing well for himself, as far as I knew last. So, good for him. All right, next one. Another quarterback, this time taken with the first overall pick in 2007. I shouldn't have to go any farther, but I will. Uh, His career stats were 7-18. He had a 52.1% completion uh, percentage. 4,083 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. What year? 2007. I know this one as well. <laughs> well, good on you, because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna churn some gears for a minute. So shout it out if you know. Go ahead, Tanner. Cannon arm out of LSU. But uh, didn't have the the work ethic. Apparently, he was known for falling asleep in meetings and was once given a blank tape that uh, he said was blitz packages when, in reality, it was blank. This is Jamarcus Russell. That is correct. Wow. I See, I wouldn't have... No way I would have gotten that. Now, this is from uh, Bleacher Report, so this is all what they think uh, are the top boss... Number three is a quarterback again from who was picked by the Colts first overall in 1982. Mm. His quarterback Ooh. record was 0-6. He had a 45% completion percentage, 1,006 yards, three touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Just in his rookie season or career? Uh, career. Okay, so this is not who I thought it was. And he had a huge gambling problem. Hmm. Where'd he come from? Uh, Indy. Because the commissioner actually banned him from the NFL. Hmm. 
1982. I'm pretty quarterback. Sh- quarterback. I'm pretty sure this is not who it is, but I'll just throw it out. Jeff George. Nope. Yeah. Um. And the Colts in '82. Though um, they were the they were the Baltimore Colts at this point, right? Uh, this says indie, but you could be right. I'm kind of going. I don't think the move hap the the midnight move happened I'm, yet. Maybe. Okay. I don't know this one. You got me stumped for the first time. I watched the documentary on the Colts move, so I actually might if the if this is the Baltimore Colts. Uh, let's see. 1983, they did the move. So they were the they were the Baltimore Colts at this point. Yeah. Okay. So for one year, yeah. Is it Mike Magel? Nope. Who is it then? Art Schwitzer. Uh, yeah, I wasn't getting that. I think Mike Magel was their quarterback that year. Probably. 1982, their starter. Yeah. Uh, because... Played most of the games because this guy only played six he starts. He got beat out by rookie, uh, fellow rookie in draft mate, fourth round pick Mike Pagel. Pagel. Yeah. For the starting go. job in his rookie mm-hmm. season. Right, good, on, good on you for knowing that, Joe, because I was clueless. Yeah, that documentary is pretty good, actually, if you ever catch that, when they like move in the middle of the night like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, was, it was very interesting. I highly recommend now, the next one is an offensive tackle picked by the Green Bay Packers, second overall in 1989. <laughs> uh, his career stats, he played 86 games, started 63 games. That's his career stats. Does his last name start with an M? Uh, that is correct. It does start with an M. Is his first name Todd or Tony? Uh, Tony, yeah. Tony, oh. Tony, is it like Marinovich? No. Marianovich? No. Wait, Tony. Mm. You're right with the man. Man. Manuski? Oh. No. <laughs> this is great. Tony. 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 I was going to. Tony Montana. Tony Mantana. No. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, jeez. Tony Man. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know I've heard this name before. It's escaping me right now, though. Instead of poor, you are... Mandrich. Mandrich. Oh, Tony Mandrich. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know, I I feel like that should count somewhat because Uh, I had the... You pretty much had, like, all the... You just... You had the pieces. You just couldn't find the last one. Yeah, right. I'll count that. I'll count that. Uh, We're back to the QBs. This was selected by the Cincinnati Bengals, third overall in 1999. His NFL stats, career stats, uh, 3-14 and 14, uh, as his record, 46.6 completion percentage, 2,212 passing yards, 5 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Hit me with the year again. 1999. I think I know this. Uh, they thought this guy was going to be their franchise quarterback that they denied a trade uh, uh, by Mike Dicka, which was, of course, the entire draft. What team is this again? Sorry. Uh, Bengals. Bengals. This is when Ditka was at the Saints at the time, right? Because yep. then they, they did it for Ricky Williams. Yep, that um, is correct. I'm going to take a guess. Is Go this Akili Smith? He got it. No. How you pulled that out of your butt amazes me. That 
Yeah, no way I was getting that. <laughs> that's 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 insane. Tanner, you may say you're old, but I think sometimes that old age helps you, man. <laughs> I know my draft bus. I know my draft bus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go. Number six. Defensive end for the New York Jets. Six overall pick in 2008. His career stats were zero sacks, 42 tackles, three tackles for loss. I think I know this one, too. Repeat it one more time. Let me cook. <laughs> he had, uh, I said let him cook. <laughs> he uh, had a three-year NFL career, and he managed Where? New York Jets, and he had just one QB hit. Tanner, if you know it, say it, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vernon Golston. That is correct. Vernon Golston. Yep. I, I, I was about to say William because there is a William Golston in the NFL for the Buccaneers, but this is uh, the, this is Vernon. Those two are actually cousins, a quick Google search says. Are oh. they really? Yes. Wow. Look at that. Wow. The more you know. All right. Next one, number seven, is a Q- quarterback, back to the quarterbacks. Taken by the Seattle Seahawks, second overall pick in 1993. Mm. Uh, his career stats were 24 and 44. He had a 53.3 completion percentage, 11,969 uh, 11, passing yards. Very nice ending. Uh, mm. 50 touchdowns, 76 interceptions. Mm. Uh, Bill Walsh said this guy that he was going to be the next Joe Montana. No. Oh, I have a couple guesses in mind. Where was this at again? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. In what year? 1993. He was taken after Drew Bledsoe. Mm, Okay. (laughs) All right. Tanner, what's one of your guesses? Just while I think. I'm going to go with the one that I think is correct first. Is this Rick Myrer? It is Rick Myrer. Right, there you go. go. Look at that. It was either I thought it was either him or Jeff George, but there we go. Rick Myrer. Let's go. And luckily, they were able to trade him away to the Chicago Bears and get a first-round pick for him later in his career. I, I mean, that's turning a bust into something. Yeah. Yeah, first-round pick. Jeez. Not bad business. Who doesn't love talking about quarterbacks for number eight? I, I mean, there's just so many quarterback busts. I mean, how can you avoid it? Uh, this was... A quarterback taken by the Washington name redacted. <laughs> uh, he was the fifth overall pick in 1994. His stats uh, were that he went 8-14. and 14. Uh, He had a 49.2 completion percentage, 3,069 and 691 yards, uh, 15 touchdowns, 33 interceptions. Oh, so it sounds like a guy that maybe only played one year or bounced around. I do not have a guess that's coming to mind right off the I don't bat. either. What Can you repeat one more time? Uh, Washington. Washington, name redacted. Fifth, round, uh, uh, fifth overall pick, 1994. Uh, he got beat out by his draft mate, seventh rounder, Gus Ferretti. Hmm. All right. So he was drafted in 94. Or what are you saying? He was drafted in 94. Okay. All right. All right. Round of applause, Dan. You stumped me. I got nothing. Yeah, me neither. I I have absolutely nothing. What college did he come from? 
I actually have to search that up. That was... No, don't. Don't, because I have no idea. I'm just wasting your time. Just, just say the answer. Uh, Heath Schuller. Oh, Heath Schuller. Okay. Yeah, I know the name now, but I didn't know he got drafted or by Schuller. Washington fifth overall. Yeah, uh, and he got replaced by Ferretti in 1996 and then got traded to the Saints. So yeah. Yeah. he had a short, very short career. We're going to move away from the quarterbacks, going back to the defensive end. Uh, taken by the Indianapolis Colts with the first pick in the 1992 draft. Uh, his career stats, they, were, they had eight sacks, 134 total tackles, three forced fumbles, an interception, and a defensive touchdown. Hmm. And this one, I can give you the university, Washington University. And what team? Indy. In 92, you said? 92, first overall pick. Oh, man. Shoot. Um, this man played six seasons before retiring in 1997. Hmm. Um, man. I, their I first think he got me again. Pick? First overall pick? Lineman? Defensive end. Defensive end. I think he got me again. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Steve Edmund. Yeah, I wasn't getting that. Mm-mm. Unfortunately not. All right. On to the next where we have our first running back mm. uh, selected by the Cincinnati Bengals. First overall in 1998. His career stats were 1,144 rushing yards. 20 rushing touchdowns. I know this one. Go for it. I'm no. I'm, I'm not a big. I'm. I don't. Yo, are you even playing the game? I am. I. I genuinely though. Like, if you ask me about drafts from this long ago, have no idea. I. I do not know. That's the issue I'm having. Pretty bad uh, back-to-back picks for the Bengals in '98 and '99 with Achilles Smith in '99 and Kijana Carter in 1998. That is correct. I uh, I am, Tanner, I'm very impressed with you. I, I Joe, you know, you have your trouble here and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big draft guy, unfortunately. Like, unless it's like in the past like couple years, like where I've really started like to pay attention. Like this far back, I have no idea. All right, this one uh, next was a quarterback taken by the Buffalo Bills, 16th overall <laughs> in 2013. If I need to give any more, there is something wrong. Uh, he he threw uh, 1,972 yards, 11 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and taking 28 sacks. Can I get an answer? Well, here's oh, the thing. I have mine locked in. I here's mean... the thing. I'm trying to th- 20... Joe, come on. Joe, come on. Well, it's a horrible pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, EJ Manuel. Thank you. There you go. Yep. I was like, Joe, please, please don't tell well, me. Well, I know it. that one. I mean, it's just like I, I didn't want to say the wrong one. <laughs> I, when did we, um, whatchamacallit, when was Card- Cardale Jones, when did we get him? He was like a seventh Yeah, he was pick. way late. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's it hard, to, hard to be a seventh round bust. Very, it very much is. Uh, the next one. Is try and find a good one here that you guys I think would have a chance on. All right, here we go. Here's somewhat recent, Joe. 
Uh, an offensive tackle taken by the Rams, second overall pick in 2009. Yep. Uh, he played 45 games, started 26 of them. Uh, he signed a six-year contract with this team for 33, uh, with 33 million guaranteed. His rookie deal with the Rams. Rookie deal with the Rams. Okay, from when? 20, 2009. 2009. What player? What, what position? Offensive tackle. This guy actually got beat out by former Bill Roger Saffold. I know who it is. Got beat out. Beat out. Okay, wait. A... I'm blanking. I don't know. Tanner, if you got it, shoot. This player was uh, once arrested in Louisiana with my body weight's worth of marijuana, 157 pounds. It's Greg Robinson, offensive tackle, Alabama, I believe. Wrong. It's not Greg Robinson? It is not Greg Robinson. Wait, what was the year again? 2009. Oh, it's Jake Long. Nope, Uh, you're wrong again. What? (laughs) Saffold beat him out, you said? Saffold beat him out. On the bill? Like, what do you mean? Well, former Bills, Roger Saffold beat him out in 2010. And then he got traded to the Jets in 2012. 2009. What pick was it? Uh, Second overall. In 09. Well, it's... All right, you got me. I just swung and missed twice. Oh, I Clearly, I don't have it. Jason Smith. Okay, yeah, I was not getting that. That's the most generic NPC name I've ever heard. Yeah, it sounds like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's... <laughs> uh... All right, next one is the defensive end selected by the Arizona Cardinals. Third overall pick in 1998. Had eight sacks, three forced fumbles, 108 total tackles. Uh, he came out of FSU. 98, third overall pick, Arizona. Um... He retired after three seasons due to injury. I got nothing. I don't know this one. Nope. If he doesn't know, I sure don't know. So, <laughs> Andre Wadsworth. Mm, yeah, I was not uh, getting that. That name sounds vaguely familiar, but I wasn't getting that. All right. Next one is an offensive tackle taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Second overall in 2013. I know this one. Uh, he played 50 games, started 50 games. Who is that player? What what overall pick? Second. By the Jags in 2013? Yep. What position again? Offensive tackle. Mm-mm. I don't know. I really don't care about the Jacksonville Jaguars enough. Well, I was, uh, I was confident in my... Last two answers and miss completely, but I think I know this one. This is Luke Jokel. That's correct. Luke Jokel is correct. Wow. I Tanner, I'm very shocked that you know a lot of these. I, I mean, you are you are the bus king. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I just know a lot about the NFL, or at least I'd like to think I know a lot about it. All right. The next one is a quarterback from... The Washington name redacted, taken second overall in 2012. Do I need to go on? Not for me. Okay, that's good. Say it one more time. Washington name redacted, mm-hmm. quarterback, second overall, 2012. 2012. 
Well, I'm trying to think. Mm -hmm. While me and Tanner were doing the draft, he came up a lot. He was on the ABC one. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was watching the ABC one. I don't. I still don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> his uh, one of his, well, a quarterback selected by football team uh, later in the draft is still playing to this day. This one is RG three. Robert That's Griffin correct. the third. Robert Griffin. Although not not all his fault, obviously injuries really held him back. Yeah, his ACL was bad. He had a great rookie season, but they uh, they made him play through injury, and his knee exploded. So, have you, you ever seen the footage of that? It's disgusting. Yes, like it's I, horrible. Yes, his knee tweaked in a way that one's knee should should not never go. Yeah, it should be anatomically impossible for it to tweak that way. But uh, the next one is another quarterback taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> tenth overall in two thousand eleven. Yeah, I know this one. Joe, need I go on? Um, sorry, what was it? Sorry. 10th overall, 2011 Jacksonville quarterback. 2011 quarterback is that, um, hang on. I, I know that like, Joe, you, you really should know. I, he's still playing. He's a backup. Minshew? No. Bortles? No. Yeah. I have no idea. Tanner, you want to inform him? This is the Blaine train. Blaine Gabbert. I've never heard of him before. What? Never. He's been Brady's backup in Tampa Bay now for a couple of years. Yeah, I've never heard of him. What? Oh, jeez. He's, he's been, I think, a 49er. Obviously, he's with the yeah. Jags for a little bit. Um, he's yeah, been around. Huh. He, wow, that's... <laughs> well, now you know. That's a new one? Yeah, yeah. never heard of him. Oh, uh, hey. I, I can't get over that fact. Uh, but the next one is a running back taken by the Cleveland Browns, third overall in 2012. <laughs> uh, 2,000 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns, 912 receiving yards. Tanner probably already knows it. Joe, yes. come on, Joe. I believe in you, Joe. He was taken what overall? Third. Third overall? 2012. He was their third overall pick. Yes. Like, third overall in the draft or their third pick? Third overall in the draft. It's all, like, first-rounders because the first-rounders are mostly major buff. I have no idea. This is Trent Richardson. Yeah! Dude, I'm telling you, I don't care about any other team with the draft. I just kind of watch the players go. In recent memory, yes, but, like, back then... That I, is recent memory! It's, I no, Trent I mean, Richardson recent memory, well. like, like 20, 2016 on. Oh, my like, God. Like, that's, like, when I really started getting into the draft. Oh I really, God. as a kid, I did not, did not really care about the other teams at that point. I was just more focused on the Bills than anything. I remember watching the draft every year since, I think, 2000... My first draft was Luck RG3. Okay. So that was 2011 or 12. Uh, Yeah, that was 12, because 2011 was Cam Newton, Von Miller, Darius. I actually want to search this next player up just to to help Joe. I need his stats. Uh, This next player was a quarterback. Uh, He got picked by the Denver Broncos. Uh, he is six seven, and that's why Denver mm. loved him. Yeah, I think I know who it is already. Oh my God, Tanner, you're too good at this. Um, 
try and find his stats off the NFL Network, NFL.com. Don't you love how they don't give me any stats? I I mean, Joe, do you do I need to go on? When was the draft? Uh, one second, please. I've I've done this. Uh, 2016. Yeah, I know it is. Mm. Let me think. He's still playing, but he's not in the NFL. Right. Yep. Uh, he threw 792 yards, four touchdowns, four interceptions. I actually might know this one. When was the When was the draft again? 2016. Okay. Well, this is when I said I started paying attention to the draft, so I believe that would be Paxton Lynch. That is correct. Yep. Joe got something. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So anything that point on, I'm telling you, that's when I really started watching. Back in, you know, you're asking me about 98. No way I'm getting anything. I haven't asked you a 98 in like... So yeah, like but eight. still, up to 2016. That's where I That's where I, I actually know what's going you, on. You have shrunk my size here. You have shrunk my, my, my size in some way. Joe, I'm praying you, you've heard of this guy because I'm going to go here. Quarterback team by the Tennessee Titans, eighth overall in 2011. He went 9 and 14, 57.5 completion percentage, 4,967 yards, 27 touchdowns, 22 interceptions, five rushing touchdowns. I know who this is because he came up in a game of mine. What, what round was it? Eighth overall. First round, always. I have no idea. This was uh, in one of my games in the the guess the player by their draft comparison. This was Josh Allen's pro comparison. This yeah. is Jake Locker. That is correct. Joe, I I feel somewhat disappointed. Well, I I mean I just because there's nothing I can do, but I I don't know. I mean, I know them by name. I just can't identify when they're they're drafted. You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of it. Like at that point. Maybe you'll know this one. Quarterback taken by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, 22nd overall in 2014. Won 2-6. Yep. 57% completions. 1,675 passing yards. 7 touchdowns. 7 interceptions. Please, Joe. I know this one. Please. What year was it again? 2014. And it was what pick? 22nd. Everybody thought he was okay, going to go Okay, wait. He was an absolute bust, wasn't he? He was a party animal. Okay, hang on a second. Hang on. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. That would be the, he has the same, same last name, I believe, as the uh, director for the Avengers. That's how I associate that as a kid. Pull that up. His Joss Whedon is the director's name. Is it Whedon? Nope. Who is it? I know it. Tanner? Show me the money. This is Johnny, Johnny Money Manziel. Manziel. Johnny Manziel, that is correct. Uh, this next one is a, another quarterback by the Cleveland Browns, taking 22nd overall in 2012. He went 6 and 19. Oh, that's the one I uh, that's the one I just said then. Whedon. I tried to give you something, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I just said. <laughs> This next one is an offensive tackle taken by the Buffalo Bills. Fourth overall in 2002. Mm. Played 59 games, oh, started yes. 30 of them, and he was 6'7". He was a mammoth. 
Dude, we just did this a while back ago with the Bills first round picks or whatever, and I can't remember his name. It was some like NPC name again. All like, the games have a connection. It's all a circle. Life is a circle. It is. Um, jeez, I can't remember his name. It was like, <sighs> dude, I cannot. I know it came up, but what, I cannot remember. What year was it? There's, there's multiple men, uh, people with this name. Uh, 2002. It's like John Smith or something. Uh, nope, that's the normal. Is there AI a, is there a Williams Mike Williams? Name? It is a Williams. Mike? I don't, is it Mike? It's Mike Williams. Mike oh Williams. Okay. Yes. I know, the Bills at one point had like five guys with the last name Williams on the team. Everybody so, has a Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah. So Came back to me. Yeah. So that one was kind of. I guess that was there was some context clues on that one. Now the next one. Is a wide receiver pick, uh, picked by the Chicago Bears, seventh overall in 2015. I know this one. <laughs> 25 catches, 285 yards. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. I know you have it. Come on. Picked by the Bears, 2015. Yep, seventh overall. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to know this person though, and like we, you know what I mean? Like, I can't tell who it is just by draft. Like, that's the issue. Joe, I, I, I believe in you. Just gotta think. <laughs> I got it. We have faded to black. There we go. We're back. We go. Yeah. So I didn't know it was actually going to fade. 2015 seventh overall pick. I thought this man was going to be a stud. I believe he played on the New Orleans Saints last year. He actually had a touchdown against Arizona early in the season. This is Kevin White. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Kevin White is correct. The next one is the quarterback taken by the Minnesota Vikings, 12th overall in 2011. Oh, my God. I have this guy's jersey. I know who this is. He went 14-21-1 and at a 59.8% completion percentage, uh, 6,658 yards, 38 touchdowns, 36 interceptions, 7 rush touchdowns. Um, he was drafted by the Vikings in 2000, what, 12 or 11? 11. 2011. What pick overall? Was 12. he like close to the top? No. 12. Okay. He's out of the top 10. I put on a little calmer music. Maybe Joe will think better <laughs> with it. <laughs> I got to ponder on this for a little bit. What? Is his name... What? What's so funny? <laughs> right, he's like, put on the calm music. Joe, Joe, you, you. What? <laughs> Come on. Give me a name, man. Come on, what? <laughs> just give what, me, is, what are you laughing at? Just, just give me a name, man. <laughs> okay, well, judging by my contextual social clues in this, I'm going to go... I said ponder, and you start you erupted into laughter. So I'm gonna go ponder. That is correct. This is Christian Ponder. No way. The Minnesota. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That just happened. 
I have his jersey. That might be like the weirdest, most you random sports jersey? jersey I have. I have an old Minnesota Vikings. Look this guy up and see if this is fake or not. No, this is. It is Christian Ponder. I think the jersey's in my folks' house. Oh my god! Of course. Yep. Drafted twelve. Oh my god! This man. Dude, that was unreal. That was. <laughs> I got a ponder on this. <laughs> what? Well, you pondered right into the answer. I really yeah. thought you had it. I was like, oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> Oh I was God. like, now you're just playing with me. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a good laugh. Uh, this next one was a wide receiver taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars, fifth overall in 2012. He had 93 catches, 1,280 receiving yards, six touchdowns. I know who this one is. Um. Oh, wait. Yeah, a lot. Did off he play the field when the Bills game. played them in the playoffs with Darius? No, I think no. he would have been out of the league by that point. Yeah, I think he was. And he, what, 2012 this was? Yeah. Mm, hang on. Got anything in that head, Joe? Come on. Dude, I don't know. I I want to say, like, I do have an inkling, though. Like, for whatever reason. No, I don't. I have no idea. Maybe I do. For, I'm not getting a last name, okay? But for whatever reason, this name is calling to me. And he shares a name with an elite wide receiver in the league right now. Justin. I'm not getting a last name, though. Well, you're on the right track. Because you, yeah. you want to just finish it off? Yeah, Go whatever. Right yeah, yeah. Because I, like, vaguely remember this. For mm-hmm. whatever reason, this one's sticking out. Yeah, it's a shame because he was a, an extremely talented player but just had a lot of off-the-field issues. This is Justin Blackman. That is correct. At least I got half of it right somehow. Like I said, I mean, like, I watched the drafts, but I was always, like, waiting for the Bills pick, like, not really caring. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I, until I really, like, I got into high school, that's when I really started paying attention, and that was in 2016-17, you know? Right. This next one was a quarterback taken by our own Buffalo Bills, 22nd overall in 2004. He went no. 10 and 23, 59.2 completion percentage. 6,271 yards, 33 touchdowns, 34 interceptions. Oh, that's our boy. I know this one. I can tell you this one. It's our buddy J.P. Lossman. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> Wasn't Trent Edwards before him? Or after I him? I think Edwards came after. After. Yeah. Who was before him? Flutes, right? Flutie. Or was it? No, was it Bledsoe? Bledsoe. It was Bledsoe. Then it was, yeah. Then it was J.P. And then it was Edwards, wasn't it? Because they thought Edwards yeah. was the second coming so. of Kelly for a while there, and then he was horrible. Maybe, yeah. I, I think you're on the right track. Something. I, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta actually know. look at this now. Yeah, you can look that up. It doesn't affect me in any way or this game. Uh, next one. This one was another quarterback taken by the Carolina Panthers in the second round. We forgot about Rob Johnson. Oh, uh, right. Rob Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, second round, 48th overall in 2010. He went 1 in 13, 
54 uh, completion percentage, 2,520 passing yards, 7 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. I know this one. Need you to repeat it one more time for me. Sorry, I was looking at the Carolina, second round, 48th overall. Quarterback, 2010. I don't know this one. I feel like I feel like I will once the name's set again, but I don't know it based off the draft pick. Tam man. This is Jimmy Clausen. That oh. is correct. Yeah. I actually vaguely remember that name. When did Supercam come around? 2011. Yeah. So the, like a year after that, right? Yes. Yeah. Because that's kind of that bad. I was going to say no way they snagged Cam Newton second round like that though, so I was thinking maybe CMC, but he's way younger, so I was like... <laughs> uh, this next one is a quarterback taken by the Cleveland Browns. 22nd overall pick in 2007. Why 22nd overall picks? Ooh, this one's interesting. Now, this one threw for a curveball, because obviously it's been a million Cleveland quarterbacks. He yeah. went 4-16, and 53.8 completion percentage. <clears throat> 3,043 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. 22nd overall. 22nd overall. Like many other of the Cleveland quarterbacks. Yeah, 07? 07, yes. Ooh. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> just, just two seconds of nothing. Yeah, just give me a minute here. I think I know this one. I want to say, if I am, hmm, I, no, I'm not. I, I think I had an inkling, but I'm not going to say anything. So... Why would you not say anything? Say it. All right, I gotta just let Tanner go. Let Tanner go. So there's I'll a, see how it is after. There's a couple options here. So thinking of quarterbacks that played around that time, you've got I think Derek Anderson, mm-hmm. Charlie Fry, but I don't think he was a first round pick or drafted by Cleveland. There's Brady Quinn. I think it's Brady Quinn. Yeah, I'll hop on that. Shares a name with the Buffalo Saber. BQ. It is Brady Quinn. Hey. That is correct. Derek Anderson was the quarterback at that time. He made the Pro Bowl that year. Oh, man. Actually. So they didn't rush him into it, and it, it actually worked out. Now, the next one is a defensive end picked by the Buffalo Bills, 11th overall in 2009. He had six sacks, 37 total tackles, five tackles for loss. In 2009? He was, he was 2009. A what? He was a what? Defensive end. 11th overall. It's a little bit before my time. I okay. started watching the Bills in 2011. He uh, lasted two, season with, uh, two seasons with the Bills before being waived and signed by the New York Jets. Hmm. Um, was that under Gailey as the head coach? 2000 what, uh, 2009? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> could be a part why he failed 
<laughs> yeah, right. Could be a major part of why he failed. Or was it? Is it 2009 or 2011? 2009. But he spent two years with the Bills before being waived. I'm I'm blanking. I don't know. I maybe I'm. Th- I don't think it's. I have no idea. No clue. <clears throat> um, could be. Is it? So there's. I'm thinking of defensive linemen from like 2011. So there's <laughs> Marcus Stroud. I think that could be an option. This is like Chris Kelsey, but I think he was drafted well before 2009. Um, Danny Batten, but he was like a depth guy. Um. Um, I'll just say Marcus Stroud. I don't know, really. I don't have a good guess. It is Aaron Mabin. Oh, okay. Yeah, the name sounds vaguely familiar. Joe, any familiarity with that name? Who? Aaron Mabin. Yes, actually, yes, Aaron Mabin. I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't here for long. And I don't think it was... Um, Gailey, the coach. I think it was Jer- Judon or Juron. Jer- some. Hang on, I gotta look up. Two thousand nine. <laughs> He's searching his own now. Bills head coach. Dick Juron fired week ten, hmm. and then Perry Farewell or Fowell interned. But let's see when twenty ten. Then it was Chan Gailey who came okay. over. Okay, yep. so that was a year. So after. it is technically part Chan Gailey. Mm-hmm. All right, this next one is a second-round pick made by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, if Frank was here, he would probably know this right away because he was a kicker in 2016. He uh, oh, I remember him. Made 22 field goals. He attempted 31 field goals, so he wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. And he got replaced by Nick Volk. Who is that player? Replaced with Nick Folk. Yep. In what year? They replaced... Uh, oh, uh, he got picked 2016. Hmm. Hang on one second. 2016. I, I'm blanking. Hang on. He might have been on a futures contract with the Bills. I don't remember if that's correct or not, though. I... I don't recall could, that ever. But I don't remember. I know the players, I'm pretty sure, but I don't recall if they were ever had any type of contractual arrangement with us, with the Bills. Mm, I don't know. This is Roberto Aguayo. That is correct. Roberto Aguayo. I, I bet Frank loves talking about him all the time. <laughs> Buccaneers legend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one is a wide receiver picked by the Cincinnati Bengals. Ninth overall in 2017. Oh, yep, yep, yep. 51 catches, 733 yards, 10 touchdowns. Right in your wheelhouse, Joe, as you said. What is it? 2017, mm-hmm. ninth overall pick, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. Wide receiver. Okay. Just Actually, was pretty decent. I it went healthy. Okay. Let's think for a second. Let's think for a second. Sorry, I'm just looking at an internship opportunity. Um. 
that's the year they took Mixon, right? Do you know? No, you don't know? Not off the top of my head. Um, if you could double check, because that might lock in my answer here. Well, I'm trying. Uh, yeah. Okay. John Ross. Huh? Yes. That is correct. Good job, Joe. You were I, I mix and help me on that one because I was like, okay, let's think when 2017. Like, it's the year before Joshy Boy comes in. So, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, just got to think like that. Pre Burrow, pre Chase, pre all that crap. So, this is another wide receiver taking a year before John Ross uh, by Minnesota at the 23rd overall pick. Had 71 catches, 750 receiving yards, and four touchdowns. 23rd and 2016? 23rd pick in 2016, yep. Oh, this is recent, but I'm there's nothing jumping out at me from Minnesota. Um, Minnesota. Obviously, it wouldn't be Diggs because he was a fifth rounder. Oh, man, this is a good one, Dan. Shoot. can't imagine he's still on the team at this point. Uh, he is not. He only had four seasons with the team, which is basically his rookie contract. <laughs> hmm. 2016. <sighs> okay. Lay it down one more time for me, just through my head. Wide receiver, Minnesota, 23rd overall, 2016. What? Just pulled the oh. the headphone cord with my leg. I, I thought you had. <laughs> I thought you had an answer. You're like, oh. <laughs> I, I I don't know where he is right now. I think he's still on a team. Go look to make sure. Uh, let's see here. Pick what? 23rd. Yep. Mm. I feel like this might be wrong because I think he might have gone in 2017. He did play with Jacksonville last season. Hmm. Uh, late Laquan. Oh, Treadwell. Treadwell. Yeah, it is Treadwell. Yeah. Yeah, is that 2016? Yeah. Oh, I thought yep. it was 17. Okay. All right. There we go. No, that's a good one. Good. Wow. Waquan Treadwell. I, <laughs> I had I had nothing until you said the name. Yep. Let's see. I'm going to put in my, my dinner order right now. I, I'm looking for uh, uh, a next one. Oh, here we go. Another wide receiver. I just love wide receivers. Uh Taken by the Rams, eighth overall in 2013. He had 220 catches, 2,026 receiving yards, 15 touchdowns, and 10 rushing touchdowns. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I know this one. When was this? 2013. And can you repeat it one more time? Wide receiver, Rams, eighth overall, 2013. He was part of the Bills last yes, season. Yep. Last season? Last season, yeah. And he was a wide receiver? Yeah. 
Didn't play, but... <laughs> Didn't touch the field once, but... No idea. Wow. Was this still the St. Louis Rams? Yeah, it's the St. Louis Rams at that time, yeah. Mm, okay, okay, hang on one second Oh, here. Joe's having big brain. Um, it's cooking, it's cooking. With the Bills, who did not touch the field. Tavon Austin. That is correct. That is... There you go, Joe. Sorry, trying to connect to the Wi-Fi, so I was a little slow on that one. <laughs> uh, one of the last ones that we're going to do today, since it's already 3.54. Man, that was almost an... That's been an hour of this. Wow. Yeah. I did not think it was going to go this long. Uh, the next one, quarterback taken by the New York Jets, second round, 39th overall, 2013. I know this one too. What was it? Quarterback, <laughs> New York Jets, second round, 39th overall, 2013. 2013 Jets QB. So same year as EJ Manuel. Oh, that actually that might help right here. I hope and it you does. Know, you know you know, is he still playing to this day? Yeah. Is he <laughs> is he having a career resurface? Yeah. It's it's our boy Geno Smith, the Seattle Seahawks. That's, That's correct. Who it is. Oh yeah, this is Geno. I, I was thinking was... Mark Sanchez originally. But... I was thinking Christian Hackenberg. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but then Gino, EJ Manuel stirred up the Geno Smith because I've said multiple times Geno Smith was drafted in the same draft as EJ Manuel. Yeah. That that did it. That did it for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> I could unlock a memory. Right. Yeah. Dang. All right, Joe, you beat me. You beat me on that one. I was oh, way let's, off. Let's not say I beat you. I was more like barely getting up from a curb stomp on that one. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one, wide receiver from the Colts, 29th overall in 2015. He had 124 catches, 1,634 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns. And he's still playing. A Colt? He was a Colt. Colt, repeat everything one more time. Sorry. Wide receiver Colts, 29th, uh, 2015. He he is now on the Eagles, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. I think I know who it is. I'll, I think I'll let, might let Tan Man do this one because I have, I have no clue. Except, wait a second. You said he still plays? He's still playing. Yep. What team is he currently playing on? I said Philly. Philly. Okay. And what? What team was it draft, drafted them again? Sorry, I'm just running everything through my head. Uh, this guy was drafted by the Colts. Mm. Does his last name start with a D? Yes. Oh, it's, hmm. okay. My guess was wrong then. I was going to say Dante Moncrief. That is, is incorrect. Door. I don't remember his last name. Yeah, you are on the right. Oh, track. I know. Okay, I got it now. Is I it now? Just say it, because I know it. I'm not going to get the name right though. I'm pretty sure this is Philip Dorsett. Dorsett. That yes, is correct. Philip Dorsett is correct. Uh, the next one. I, I think this will be one of our last ones, if not our last one. I can't really judge it. Uh, 
Quarterback taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars, seventh overall in 2003. He went 24 and 26, 57.9 completion percentage, 10,532 passing yards, 58 touchdowns, 42 interceptions. We actually still see this guy. He's not playing, but he is he is in the media. Okay, wait. He's in the media. What station? I can't. I you, you don't can't? Know off the top. Oh, I thought you meant you can't tell me. Okay. I I can search it. I'm thinking of old media guys now. I have two guesses, but I think both are or wrong. He's not in the media. I am sorry. I gave you false information. What does he do? He's coaching. Oh, that might have just made it easier. That actually might have just opened the door for me. He's what coach- team is he coaching? I'm not going to give you that. Why? Because <laughs> I know you'll get it. All right. I'm going to just let it rip then. You ready, Tanner? Yeah. Is that, are you okay yeah, if I go do? go ahead. Final, final blow. It's Mr. Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Oh. It is Byron See, Leftwich. I had two guesses, but I knew they were both wrong. Like my two guesses were either Mark Brunel or David Garrard, and both were wrong. So there you go. All right. I, I think we're going to wrap it up. We got like a minute left. That should be enough time to wrap it up, right? Right? Oh, yeah. All right. Shout out to socials. You can find me on Twitter at the Buffalonian and on Instagram at Joe Kelly and now curb stomped because of this game. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at TJ Saunders 2000 on Instagram at Tanner underscore Saunders 2000. And you can find me on Twitter at double underscore D capital W N Y. And we will see you on Friday. <laughs>